Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in, where we'll help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now you get comfy and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Sassy Fit Girls. You've got Mara and myself here today. We are going to be talking a little bit about nutrition today. We haven't had an episode about nutrition in a little while, but this one was kind of a request from Instagram. So this listener said, um, just wondering if you've got any episodes about eating habits, like not having an appetite, but then once actually eating, sort of binging because of hunger. Um, Sounds so strange when I'm trying to explain it, but thought maybe you could do a podcast on that. Um, She said, it's really frustrating because once I'm eating, I can feel it's almost for comfort too. And then I've eaten that much that I'm ironically so uncomfortable and in pain afterwards, partially due to not eating for so long, then having a big meal. So Mara and I thought this would be a great, great um, topic to discuss because I know I've definitely struggled with this in the past and we see it a lot with um, clients or just other people that we speak with. on social media and things like that. Yeah, I would echo exactly what you said about the fact that it's, this is, I think a lot more common than we realize. Um, And, you know, I, I remember hearing from so many of like my personal training clients, like things like, Oh, I can't eat right away in the morning when I wake up or I'll feel Mm -hmm. sick when I eat right away in the morning when I wake up because I'm, you know, not hungry and I don't want to force myself to eat. And then, you know, they get to work and then the day just gets away from them and then they're not eating until, you know, lunchtime or later. And then, yeah, naturally you're going to be very hungry when you finally like pay attention to your body and it's hunger cues. And then Mm -hmm. typically when you're over hungry, you eat way too much because now you're overcompensating or you're to that point where you're feeling like, lethargic or brain fogged, or maybe you feel your blood sugar slow and you're shaky and you just, or you're hangry, right? And you just need food. Mm -hmm. You go for what's easy and quick, which tends to be more of the comfort food, which tends to also be not as healthy, higher calorie, not as nutrient dense. And then yes, you eat too much too quick and you're full and you're uncomfortable and you're feeling like crap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I know exactly how um, this woman feels. I'm assuming it was a woman that messaged you, making an assumption. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so needless to say, when you guys send us requests like this and we don't have an episode to refer you to, we will make sure we record one very soon after because we want to provide that support for you. So shameless plug, yep. <laughs> if you have topics <laughs> that you are curious about, message us on Instagram because we can refer you back to other episodes where, yeah, we've covered that Mm -hmm. before. Check out this episode. Um, Or if it's something that we maybe need to do a follow-up on or more, you know, deep dive into or a fresh episode, we're like over the moon excited to get suggestions Mm -hmm. from you guys and what you want to hear from us. Cause we're, you know, just over here. Like what do people want to hear about from us? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like talking about this today? Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Pretty much. Pretty much. So <laughs> the messages are so appreciate, appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Why does this happen? Like, why do we 
And I think for everyone it's different, but I can kind of share like why I think that this happens to some people. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's a little, a a little two-sided. I think many of us, right, have been conditioned to believe that we need to eat less food in order to lose weight or to get results. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's like a huge subconscious belief that a lot of us struggle with. And so naturally, okay, if I'm skipping breakfast or if I'm skipping a meal somewhere, then I'm eating less food during the day. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's necessarily everyone's intention, but I think we always have that going in the back of our minds that less is more unless you've Mm -hmm. worked through that, you know, conditioning and through that belief. So I think it comes from that partially. I also like, I would love to ask this individual like some more questions to kind of get a feel for like, well, how did she get here to where she was, you know, but I also think that sometimes, you know, yeah, some of us just aren't hungry in the morning when we wake up right away and then we don't eat and then like the day gets away from you. And then Mm -hmm. we're not, we're so disconnected from our bodies. I think many of us are, we're always just going and doing and like, trying to be productive at work or taking care of our families or doing whatever it is that we do during the day. And we tend to get sidetracked and Mm -hmm. forget to eat, forget, you know, like we ignore the fact that maybe our body is giving us some signals that we're hungry, but we're just ignoring that we're going on with our day or we're so busy that Mm -hmm. we don't even take the time to tune in and really pay attention. And then over time, Or maybe another piece, I think, is being prepared. So maybe we're not having a lunch the next, the night before. Maybe we're not having a breakfast plan for the next day. So we're kind of just rushing off and going into work and into the next thing. And we're not prepared. Um, So then we skip breakfast. And, you know, I think it could be a number of reasons as to why we get to this point. But ultimately, like, what happens is our bodies are super adaptable. So when you decide to not have breakfast or you start not having breakfast, your body is going to stop getting hungry for breakfast because it's basically (laughs) in layman's terms, it's going to be like, fuck this. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. She's not feeding me. So I'm not going to be hungry anymore. I'm going to preserve Mm -hmm. my energy. I'm going to go into this preservation. We could say quote starvation mode um, where I'm going to start storing and saving energy because she's not feeding me when I'm telling her that she's hungry and our bodies Mm -hmm. kind of like rebel against us in a way. Um, they're super adaptable. So then we start not experiencing the hunger cues and the signals that we're hungry. And so we kind of train ourselves out of it and then realize hours later, holy shit, I am super hungry. My body needs something to function right now. And then, as I said before, we go overboard because we're overcompensating. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely. I like to look at our bodies as like a good analogy for me that I like to use with clients is think of your body like a wood burning oven or stove. Um, You you know, if you don't put anything in the morning into that stove, it's not just going to miraculously burn on its own. Like Mm -hmm. if you left it burning overnight, it might be burning just teeny tiny little bit. But if you don't ever add any wood to it, eventually it's going to go out because Essentially, there's nothing left for it to burn. It's the same thing with your body. If you don't put fuel in your body, there's nothing for it to burn. So it's just going to store onto everything that you do give it. 
so it can perform your basic humanly functions like breathing and pumping blood and all of that stuff that it needs to do in order for you to live. And then it's not going to burn anything extra. So it makes it difficult. Like Mara said, it's like, fuck you. I'm not going to tell you you're hungry because that's wasting precious energy when you're not giving me enough anyways. So I'm not going to waste my time telling you I'm hungry. Um, and that's, the, you know, that's a big thing when I have, it's, it's interesting to me because like you said, society's, um, idea of eating less is better. It's always interesting to me when I meet somebody and I do like a fitness consultation with them and they're like, yeah, and they're very proud of themselves when they tell me like, you know, I usually eat only eat like once a day and I'm usually fine. And in my head, I'm like, whoa, like that is not good. You're, you've got some stuff going on that needs to get fixed. But they seem very, very proud of this. And um, it's just because we're so led to believe the less you eat, the better. And it's so not true. So not true. So if you're not hungry, there's a reason why. Because your body's mm-hmm. not wasting its time telling you. It's like, I'm over it. I'm done with it. But mm-hmm. once you start eating consistently, you're going to realize that you are hungry. Your body's going to start feeling hungry again because it's got extra energy to burn. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, give me some more. Just like that wood-burning oven. You keep putting fuel in there. You keep putting wood in there. It's going to keep burning. You can think of your metabolism in that same way. I love so, that analogy. It bring, It's like something easy to picture. And it mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I remember – like before I really got into the, you know, fitness and nutrition world, there were times where I could go for five, six, seven, eight hours without eating. Mm -hmm. And granted, yes, I can still do that sometimes if I have a larger meal. Um, But not very often, like I'm at a point right now where I have to eat like every three hours to four hours or Mm so. And number one, it's because I'm not eating very large quantities when I do eat, I per personally prefer to eat, you know, a little less food and just be satisfied. Um, unless I know that I need to be going longer period of time without food, then I'll eat more to like hold myself over. But I always feel better when I eat smaller amounts and then I eat more frequently, like literally every three hours I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And I was not always that way though. My body had yeah. to become conditioned to that um Mm -hmm. and I'm sure if I worked on it I could train it again to go back to being able to go for five six seven eight hours without eating um but I remember being so uncomfortable when I did that because I would Mm -hmm. eat bigger meals then and then I'd feel full and bloated and uncomfortable where now I don't like to feel that way after I eat and so I eat less to not feel that way um And like, I think an important thing to remember too with this is that it's not one size fits all. Like what we share in terms of tips, like try them. If they don't work for you, that's fine. Try something else. Maybe one of the tips Mm -hmm. works really well. And one of them is like, no, that's not for me. Because so many times people are like, well, how many times a day should I be eating? What should I be shooting for? And I'm like, really, there's no right or wrong answer. Like, Yep. You can eat it's what feels good for you. Get all your calories in. If you want to eat, you know, 1,800, 2,000 <laughs> calories in one sitting, like go for it. But personally, I'm going to feel really uncomfortable and I'm probably not going to be eating the best food to try to hit that number. So then I'm going to be left feeling unsatisfied and definitely hungry later, low on energy later, all sorts mm-hmm. of other stuff happening, probably constipated, probably gassy, like just lots <laughs> of problems, right? 
Yeah. But you get to choose, like, do you want to split up your meals into three times a day and just eat three times a day? Like, that's great. You'll still be okay and you'll still get progress as long as you are getting in the number of calories that your body needs. Do you want to split those up over to five meals a day, six meals a day? You know, um, mm-hmm. there's no rules in terms of that. Um, yes, things work better and function better when you eat a little more frequently. You know, so like trying to shoot for at least three meals a day, I think is helpful Um, because when we, this is going totally off script, but I feel like it's important to at least mention this for a second. Um, When you eat food, your body responds accordingly. So your blood sugar is increased to balance what it is that you ate um, and then start helping you essentially metabolize and use the food you ate for fuel and then also to store said fuel. So if you're eating in excess, larger meals less frequently, your body is like, your your blood sugar levels are going to be getting jacked up easily because you have this huge influx of carbs and calories, which then causes you to release a whole shit ton of glucose to get your blood sugar in check or insulin, I guess, to get your blood sugar in check. And then you have a big spike and then you have a big drop after you have a big spike, which can leave you feeling tired, lethargic, you know, low Mm -hmm. energy, things like that. And so personally for me, I feel usually more energetic throughout the day if I'm eating more frequently because my blood sugar is more balanced. I don't have these big spikes and drops. Now, again, some people may function just fine on having three meals a day, um, but I typically don't recommend any less than three. I usually say three Mm -hmm. is like your minimum just because of that purpose. You need to be getting food in throughout the day, refueling throughout the day um, to to be able to to feel good. And then for your body to start getting the hunger cues back um, because that's part of it too. Like if you start giving your body a little bit more food and we're talking like slowly work into this, but giving your body a little bit more food, you're going to start to notice that you are getting more hungry more frequently and those hunger cues will start to come back Mm -hmm. yep definitely and um again like mar said find what works for you find what works for your schedule what's realistic for you because i personally like to eat like mar i like to eat five to six small meals a day i just feel more energized i feel satisfied but i don't ever feel super stuffed or bloated and i just feel really good but I know not everyone's work schedule will allow them to eat six meals a day. Like I get that. So find what works for you, you know, whether that's four times a day and you can manage to get one or two snacks in during work, you know, find what works for you. Um, and I always tell people like when they're like, well, I only have like 10 minute breaks at work, drink a protein shake and like a, an apple, like do simple stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like a full on meal, keep it simple, something that works for you. Don't fight your schedule. Don't fight your lifestyle. Just make it fit into it. Um, But then I know people, they function really well off of three larger meals a day. Mm -hmm. They just feel better. So you got to kind of practice and see what works best for you, what makes your body feel good. Um, So a couple tips to help you guys with this, um, because I've definitely done this. And I would say the biggest reason I'm going to skip our first tip, Mara, you can give that one. But the biggest tip for me that I know the binging at home oftentimes is from me not packing enough food 
for work, me not Mm -hmm. planning it out well enough, not having enough snacks, not eating enough while I'm at work. And so then, like you said, you overcompensate, I'll come home and then I want to eat everything in my pantry because I'm so hungry because I did not pack enough. So my, one of my biggest tips is have a plan, kind of decide, you know, how many snacks or meals you're going to be having the next day, pack accordingly and try to eat a little bit on a routine or a schedule Um, that will help with the hunger cues That'll help with the consistency because like Mara said, sometimes people just get busy and they lose all track of time and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and they've realized they've eaten like a granola bar all day. And then at that point, they're like, well, it's so close to dinner. I'm just going to wait. And then dinner comes and they stuff themselves silly. So planning ahead, prepping, and just making sure you're packing enough. And one tip, one like tip within a tip is if you struggle if you're like just getting into exactly (laughs) exactly an at little asterisk tip if you are just kind of getting into getting consistently eating at work and you're one of those people that forgets to eat set an alarm on your phone every three Mm -hmm. or four hours set an alarm so that way it can let you know like hey it's time to eat so that way eventually you'll remember because your body will start telling you you're hungry But at the beginning, you're going to forget. So set a timer on your phone so that way you can keep that consistency. Yeah, that's such a good tip. Um, Because, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And we were talking even before we were recording that just, like, we're trying to fit in workouts. We're trying to fit in these other things into our schedules. This is totally, like, not even in regards to eating. But, like, sometimes you just have to set those alarms or those calendar reminders or to block off your schedule to make time for it because it's not just going to happen. You have to put the effort Mm -hmm. in to do it. And I've worked with a handful of women that are in the corporate world and they have demanding jobs or they have meetings all day. And I've, you know, I always used to wonder like, and this was just me being very naive, of course, but I always used to wonder like, how do people forget to eat? How do people not have time to eat? Like, how are you not hungry? Like, I just never understood that. And now for me, this summer work has picked up drastically. And I've been really busy with a lot of back-to-back meetings during the day, not a lot of time to eat. Um, And I'm finding myself getting to three o'clock and I'm like, shit, I didn't eat lunch. And I'm like, how did I let that happen? Like me of all people, I fucking work at home. (laughs) Number one, like the food's here. Number two, like it's available and ready because I have leftovers. Like I can make a shake really quick. Like I got a lot of quick things I can grab and eat. Um, But you do, you just get busy sometimes. And when you don't schedule in a quick, even a 10 minute break, like you said, Mm -hmm. just to have a quick snack, um, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to sit down. I mean, yes, sitting down and enjoying your meal for 20 minutes is, is nice to do. And we should aim to try to do that, you know, with, with our meals to sit down because then that also helps us to gauge our fullness levels so that we are not overeating. Um, so another tip is to slow down a little bit when you're eating. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are in a pinch and you just need a quick snack, yeah, grabbing something super quick. We have a list of actually some quick, easy grab and go things that we're going to share with you guys here. Um, and again, let's just kind of go out of order and we can share them right away. Really, the point of some of these was to help if you aren't hungry in the morning for breakfast and you just need to grab something quick. Um, but things like, like you said, a protein shake, 
Uh, the premier protein shakes are great because they're already made. You just like literally grab them out of the fridge and drink them. Um, or you can mm-hmm. make your own. I've been doing shakes almost every single day for lunch where I do protein powder. I do banana. I do peanut butter. Blend it up with some almond milk and that's my lunch. Um, and it's really quick and easy. Um, you can even put some protein in your coffee. I know people like to do that instead of creamer. Grab a banana or a piece of fruit. Trail mix has been a huge one for me at home, actually, this summer. We've been making lots of trail mix and just I'm pushing it out, not eating it out of the bag, but having a little bit. Um, a slice of toast with some peanut butter on it. Um, we also said, what, granola with a little Greek yogurt mixed in there. Um, mm-hmm. Fruit with some Greek yogurt mixed in there. Fruit with some cottage cheese, a string cheese. Like, there's the oper- the, the option. One hard-boiled are- egg. <laughs> yeah, like, the options are really almost endless. A protein bar. Um, an RX mm-hmm. bar, a Luna bar, like there's so many things out there that we can have. It's just a matter of planning ahead of time and having that stuff readily mm-hmm. available. Um, so yeah, sometimes the snacks aren't always like, I mean, I think all of those things are actually healthy that we listed out, but like, I think we get into our heads that it needs to be like a full meal and we need to sit down and like, you, that doesn't have to be the case. Get right. some freaking Kodiak cakes, frozen waffles and pop those in your toaster yeah. in the morning. Put some peanut butter mm-hmm. on it, eat it as a sandwich out the door. Like we can, exactly. you know, we can be convenient about things when we, when we need to be. Um, so, so yeah, just a couple of quick meal ideas and snack ideas um, to help with that too. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. You do forget sometimes. Um, right. On top of that, we also recommend tracking your food and this doesn't have to look like I mean, you can use my fitness pal if you want to. A lot of people prefer having, you know, a, a digital format to track their food because it's easy. Um, but you don't have to go to the lengths of necessarily tracking it, of like measuring and weighing everything and like looking at your macros if that doesn't feel right to you. Um, but just simply logging what you're eating. So whether it's in a note on your phone, I've done that before. Where I just list it out. I've done pen and paper where I list it out. I've done a Word doc, like a Google doc, list it out. Um, I've done an email draft, (laughs) you know, like if you're at work, like list it out, Mm -hmm. um, using an app of some sort, like some way to just to start tracking your food, because what tracking does is it creates awareness for you. So then you can Mm -hmm. see, wow, you know, and put the times that you're eating too. like, wow, I realized for this whole past week that I was, you know, not eating until 10, 10 a.m. every morning, and then I was eating a lot. Or maybe I had breakfast, but then I skipped lunch and I wasn't getting more food in until three o'clock. Um, and then I was overeating at dinner because I was overcompensating and I was hungry. So, like, you can start to look at some of the patterns in your life mm-hmm. specifically, and then you can make adjustments accordingly. So, then you can start to kind of, like Lisa said, set those timers, set those boundaries. If you're a breakfast skipper and you're like, but I'm just not hungry in the morning, grab something to take with you on your commute to work or Mm -hmm. don't feel like you need to eat breakfast at 6 or 7 a.m. You can eat something at 9 a.m., you know, but make it a point to have something in the morning before lunch and start with something small. Mm -hmm. If you're a lunch skipper and you go from breakfast till, you know, 3, 4, 5 p.m. without eating, same thing. Plan it into your day and then start with something small. And you will start to notice very quickly that your body starts to pick up on this. And then we'll start to tell you again that you're hungry, that it's time to eat. 
And then we just need to listen to it and not ignore it. Mm -hmm. Because again, Mm -hmm. every person's situation is different. Sometimes it's that we're just not hungry. Other times it's that we're so busy, we're ignoring it until it's really too late. Um, And we're not prioritizing it. So just like everything else that we prioritize, you know, you have to prioritize your meals and your snacks. And I think a big thing is just looking at the purpose of it. You know, food is fuel. Like at its base, most, you know, lowest priority, like food is Mm -hmm. simplest. Yes. And it's simplest like form. The simplest reason to eat is because you need fuel and you will feel better during the day. If you eat more frequently, other than just once a day or twice a day, you're going to have more energy. Um, and you're going to start to notice that you're not experiencing like these, these binges, like you said, and Lisa, I love that Mm -hmm. you shared that you have that experience when you know you don't pack enough food for work, you then end up overeating later at night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a reason for it. There's absolutely mm-hmm. a reason for it. Um, yeah, I think that's all of our tips. We were going to share some emotional eating tips, but I think let's save that. We can just do a whole other podcast on that. Yes, agreed. Do you have anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we covered covered this pretty well because this is a common issue. Yeah. that I see. So I feel like we gave some good tips. Um, if you guys have questions are struggling with this, have any other tips that you'd like to share, definitely feel free to DM either one of us. And we'd be happy to share it in another episode. Um, yeah, and just, do. you know, give more support as much as we can. Yeah. So that is going to be it for today. Um, Make sure will... you guys join our Facebook group. If you're interested, yes. Um, again, our Facebook group is the real sassy fit girls club. The link is in all of our show notes for the last like four, four episodes, I think. And it'll be in this one too. Um, the purpose of this Facebook group was just to get our podcast listeners together in a little bit more of a, I don't want to say confined space, but a little bit more of an intimate safe space. space. Safe <laughs> intimate. Space. I like yeah. intimate. Yeah. <laughs> well, confined. you guys, like we create this environment and this community on the podcast. And I've said this before. But like, we don't get to interact with you. You guys get to listen to us mm-hmm. and hear us and, you know, be in our space, but we don't get to interact back as much and you don't get to interact with each other. So we want to bring all of the real sassy fit girls fans all in one place. Um, so we can all be interacting more together, creating community, creating relationships, connections, you know, Lisa and I met virtually and that's how our friendship grew and became what it is today. And so we want to be able Mm -hmm. to pay that forward and help you guys start to meet some more like-minded women in the virtual space as well. So hop in the Facebook group. We're going to be launching a book club here within that group soon. If you're not interested in the book club, that's totally fine. You can still be in the group. It's just going to be a small part of it um, that we're going to be sharing. And I know I said last week I was going to share, but I am going to do it this week. Um, the, the book options to vote for. So make sure you get in there if that's something that you want to take advantage of as well. Um, so yeah, shameless plug for our Facebook group. Go ahead and join. Otherwise that's all I have. All right. (laughs) Awesome. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We're so grateful you're here. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please share this episode with a friend or five. (laughs) The best way to show your support is to subscribe. This way you won't miss a single new episode. It would also mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and followed our Instagram page at The Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We also love to hear from you, so feel free to slide into our DMs and leave us comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes.
And thanks for listening once again and keep it real. (laughs) Bye guys.